history are on par in terms of uh, the, uh, the functions and the mandate uh, of uh, the Department of Monitoring and Evaluation. Hello, uh, Having said that, uh, we will uh, then uh, uh, ask Honorable to introduce themselves, and then following that, it will be the uh, apologies uh, that you will. Uh, that will be presented by the committee secretaries. Uh, let me start with myself. My name is Kenny Muima. I'm the chairperson of the select committee. Uh, can we allow uh, other honorable members of the committee to introduce themselves? My name is Muhammad Dango. Thank you, honorable Dango. Morning, Honorable Chairperson and Honorable Members, uh, our officials. My name is Honorable Mushudu from the Free State Province. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. I'm the member of this committee. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Mushudu. Uh, are there other Honorable Members that must introduce themselves? Well, I'll Thank introduce you. myself. It's, sorry, Chair, if I may go ahead. Yes, uh, go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, Yaklon from the Western Cape. Thank you, thank you, Honorable uh, Lund, for the introduction. Thank uh, you, Chairperson. Can I go ahead? Yes. yes. Uh, my name is Brenda Matevula. I'm representing the province of Limpopo. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable uh, Brenda. Would you have been good if uh, members can just uh, open their video so that uh, the, the team can know uh, the person behind the voice? Because this is our first meeting. If, if honorable members uh, don't mind to do that, and there's no technical ditches that, uh, that uh, uh, militate against that. What about you, honorable Khan? Oh, so, sorry, I've uh, just been allocated a new office I'm trying to sort out the, I saw that the, the light is behind me. Um, so I was sorting out the, the blinds. My name is Mandla Khai, a member of the committee representing the province of the Eastern Cape. Uh, good morning to each uh, honorable members and the management of uh, DPME, uh, the staff of parliament. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Khan. Can you do that, uh, Honorable Matemula? Thank you, Chairperson. I was just uh, <laughs> settling in. I just arrived now. Let me just open my video. I don't know whether to. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, am I fine? Audible, Chair? Yeah, you, you, you can be seen. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, Chair. My name Thank is Brenda Matebola. I'm representing the province of Limpopo. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Matebola. Can you do that again, Honorable Lund? With the, with, the, with the video open? Chairperson, I can share you my video. I'm brushing between my early morning engagement, but would that help you? Indeed, 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 Honorable Lord, thank you. Uh, the team has seen you. Honorable uh, Dango, your video, can you open that?
Uh, you are muted, Honorable Ambassador. I am now uh, audio on and video on. Beautiful. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Committee Secretary, can you introduce yourself? Thank you, Chairperson and Honorable Members, uh, colleagues from the Department. My name is Lupegam Dileni. I'm the Committee Secretary. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lupegam. Uh, the researcher? Uh, Chairperson, I think I went up in, but I can see uh, the Parliamentary Communication Officer and also I'm our committee in. assistant. I'm uh, in. Oh, he's in. Yeah, yeah, can you open the video, I suppose, and introduce yourself? Uh, let me open my video. Uh, good morning, uh, members, honorable members, uh, colleagues. And, uh, can you just, can you just uh, correct the, the position of the phone, suppose? Uh, it's yeah, not the phone. It's up and down. It's uh, the left. Check yourself. All right, that's fine. They can see you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you suppose? Uh, you see, I, I I will correct it. I don't know how to to, to work on it at this point in time. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, good morning, honourable members. Uh, members of uh, uh, honourable members, um, the management of DPME and uh, yeah and and colleagues. My name is Tsepo Makanye. I am uh, the committee researcher. Thank you. Then you suppose uh, communication team. Chairperson, I'm Sureshni Gavinda from Communications. I'm here to support the committee. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Zolisa, the administrator. Can we can we then go to the next item? Apologies, uh, and then we'll then allow the the team of the DPMU to introduce themselves. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, the apologies that we have received is apologies from the minister. Uh, the two deputy ministers. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Secretary. Uh, can we then, uh, and also Honorable Mamar Khan has forwarded uh, her apology. And uh, we also have a standing apology of uh, Honorable Lansman. Uh, can we then uh, allow the team of the DPME to introduce themselves, starting with the DG? Can DPME team introduce themselves? Good morning, Honorable Chair and the members. I am Dr. Nziki uh, Chaina Mashia from DPME. 
DG has sent an apology, and I'm therefore representing the DG. Thank this you. Morning. Uh, yeah. uh, nice to see you. Uh, your other team? I have with me Mr. Sir, uh, Hank Serfotein, Dr. Masseteng. I would ask that they just introduce uh, themselves, Chair, if that is allowed by the Chair. Indeed, uh, they can do that. Dr. Mustang is a, a head of the National Planning Commission Secretariat. So I will start with him. Over to you, Dr. Mustang, and the others will follow. Uh, it, looks like, uh, it looks like there are challenges on your side. <laughs> All right. Yes, uh, I'm uh, having some challenges. My sincere apologies. I'm Gifilwe Masiteng from the NPC. I have a network problem this side. Thank you, Dr. Masiteng. Uh, the next one. I also, sorry, Chair, I noticed that there is also Miss um, Moodley, who is the advisor to the minister, is also in the meeting. Julian Moodley. So, Julian, can you greet the, the committee? Julian? All right. I have Dr. Grisa, who is already on camera. Chairperson, I'll allow her to speak whilst other, uh, Julian is, is trying to connect. Over to you, Dr. Yes. Good morning, uh, Honourable Chair, Honourable Members, and uh, I'm Annette Grissel. I am the D Deputy Director General responsible for National Planning Coordination. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Doug. You're welcome. My name is Mahomo Chatsinde. Let me greet everybody, the Chair and the Honourable Members. I'm the DDG responsible for sector monitoring. My name is Mahomu Chatsinde. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Mahomu. You're welcome. And good morning. I, my name is Godfrey Mashamba. I'm the DDG responsible for evaluations and knowledge systems. Morning, Chairperson uh, from my office. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, uh, Mr. Mashamba. You're welcome. Mentiki, uh, is that yes, the whole? Thank you for the, uh, for the for that round of introduction. Uh, without any waste of time, that that has then uh, allowed the the. Uh, the team, uh, I believe that it will be uh, Mentiki, Mashia who will be leading the, the team. Over to you. Thank you, Chair. I am uh, trying to share the presentation. I am just checking if I've been allowed the permission. I'm sharing the presentation that we forwarded to the committee. Can the, can the members see it? Yes, yes, we can, we can see this visible. Thank you very much. 
Chair, we were mandated to brief the committee on the mandate of DPME. We decided to include also um, the core functions so that uh, there's clarity in terms of the work that we do. The deputy directors generals that are here with me are responsible for different areas that I'm going to talk about. And therefore, they will be able to participate in the engagements to give in-depth um, uh, 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 clarifications, explanations, if needed, in their core areas of work. So I will start quickly with the mandate, and then I will do the vision and mission, and then I will talk to the uh, strategic plan impact statement and, and outcomes that are captured in our APPs, and, and then just round up with the MTSF priorities that as DPME we want to ensure that the whole government is mobilized to implementing them, to aligning with them, because they are the path that leads us to actually achieving the NDP outcomes. There we go, Chairperson. The mandate of DPME is to institutionalize planning and the institutionalization that we do take cognizance uh, of the different dimensions of planning, the short, medium, as well as long-term planning. And in, as such, we chart the country's developmental trajectory. We anticipate and analyze as well as respond to emerging trends. And we also coordinate the planning system, ensuring that there's coherence in the planning system, there's alignment in the government plans, and also ensuring the quality of government department plans. We also are responsible for monitoring the implementation of the NDP, which is the blueprint uh, for the country and we for development. We also ensure the implementation of the MTSF. MTSF is the chunk short-term and medium-term uh, chunks of, uh, uh, of objectives coming directly from the NDP and other priorities of government. And this we monitor by robust monitoring systems that are backed by evidence. DDG Mahomo is responsible for this area. The first area that I started with of institutionalizing planning, I have Dr. Mazateng. They do our work, they look into long-term planning they look at beyond government through the work that is done by the National Planning Commission. And then we also evaluate critical government programs with the intention of informing planning, monitoring, as well as monitoring of government interventions. We also, through evaluations, ensure that budget in government is prioritized in terms of priority programs and projects of government. Uh, we also do interventions on behalf of the of the cabinet and the president through the ministerial committees. Um, I just see that my battery is getting getting finished. Just uh, apologies, chair. Let me just set up the battery. Okay, um, the functions of DPME are planning, monitoring, and evaluation, as I've indicated. And uh, we have revised the strategic plan during the planning cycle of 2022 and 2023. 
And in the revision, we have looked at the at revised the vision, uh, mission, and our value statement. We reconfirmed the impact statement and we revised the outcomes. Uh, the outcomes are we talked to, and therefore we have uh, then established the performance measures of DPME based on the outcomes. And we look, we have captured that one of the things that we have to ensure through those performance measures is improvement in the quality of government plans, uh, of, uh, as well as effective monitoring framework and systems that are based on the quality of M&E reports. And then also we have captured evaluations that are targeted towards the impact of policy on the life of the citizens of South Africa. So this is a, the, the new areas that we've captured in this current APP that we are implementing this year. Our vision is to be lead, a leader and catalyst in achieving national development outcomes and impact in society. Our mission is to develop and coordinate evidence-based planning, monitoring, and evaluation of development outcomes and impact. Our values share have not changed. We are client-focused. We are a learning organization. We promote progressive and quality management practices, and we are accountable and also ensuring transparency. We want to see that as well throughout government. Our strategic plan is tailored in this way that we capture through the implementation of the MTSF outcomes. So our work is directed at achievement of outcomes, even though we at, at, the pro, at another level capture and measure outputs. Activities also, there are specific activities in terms of the theory of change that are important that we monitor to make sure that we achieve the outputs that are desired and, and then we achieve the outcomes. We also look at the inputs in terms of budget, uh, human and financial resources that are going to back up the priorities that we want to see implemented and ensure that we'll achieve the outcomes that we wish to achieve. Now, there are the four outcomes that we have captured this year as the priority outcomes that we want to achieve. The first one, Chairperson, talks to the efficient and effective department characterized by good corporate governance and ethical leadership. This we have to be, if we want to be leaders and catalysts of change in government, we should be leaders even in that space. Good governance is important, Chairperson. Ethical leadership is a I think a challenge in the country, and therefore we should lead by example in this. And one indicator that we just singled out is to maintain the unqualified audit. We've been in a consecutive years getting clean audit. We we have um, captured this as one of the areas that we must never slip off uh, in a chairperson. Now the three below talk to our citizens, how we impact on them through our planning, through our monitoring, through our evaluation, and how we also mobilize the citizens throughout, uh, so that they can be part of the implementation of the national plan, the NDP. So object, outcome number two is improved government planning, implementation, monitoring, evaluation, and oversight. And we have just taken two indicators from there that we want to institutionalize planning into a functional integrated system. And this we say we will do through the development and implementation of the integrated planning bill, because it will ensure that everyone is coordinated. It will ensure that we even have a system, you know, and, and, and um, 
um, integrated system that will ensure that you can have the view of the plans from the national, provincial, right to local government level and the role of everyone in implementing the government priorities and the NTP priorities. The other indicator that we have captured there is the percentage of government plans that are reflecting alignment to revised uh, planning framework, the NTP, as well as 2019 to 2024 MTSF. Uh, plans that are also geospatially referenced, including the district model assessed. So we also are emphasizing that the work that we do must also, at the level of the district, be captured there. This is why we are involved in the district uh, development model and want to see the alignment in the plans there and want to see the, the special referencing of the work that government does at that level of the district. One, the, the third uh, um, outcome is improved accountability of government in the implementation of service delivery program. There we captured just two indicators, percentage improvement in the alignment of government departments and institutional, institutions plans. It looks like Mema Shia is uh, disappearing. Um, can, can you see how, how what can be done to to bring her back, or is there anyone who can uh, stand in for her from the senior team? Uh, Chair, I can continue until uh, Doctor Nsiki comes back, if if that's acceptable. It, it is acceptable. She's nearly acceptable. she's nearly at the end anywhere. Dr. Fraser, yeah, you can do that. Thank you. Uh, so if, if we could just get the presentation back, but I do have the presentation. Um, so Dr. Nsiki was speaking about the uh, outcome relating to improved accountability of government. Uh, my apology. Uh, can, uh, uh, can you give the doc uh, the sh uh, sharing right, uh, Committee Secretary? Yes, Jefferson, uh, she's been granted. All right. Okay, so you want me to project? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right, that's fine. I'll take a while. Um. <clears throat> okay, I am back now. Oh, she's back. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for assisting yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry can about. Can you slide the presentation then? Again. Oh. Okay. There. Okay. I hope you got the sunrise again. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna just write it. Okay. Can the committee see? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. 
So I was uh, on the third uh, outcome chair, and the, I was doing the second uh, indicator of that, that it is the improved utilization rate of evidence in planning. We we want to ensure that the the, the, the <clears throat> evidence that we we produce through our evaluations is utilized in planning, implementation, as well as monitoring of government priorities. This we do by producing evidence plans for government on an annual basis to guide the research, to guide evaluations, as well as data analysis. And this is also aimed at producing evidence-based policy planning and implementation. And as I said, Chairperson, the ultimate outcome they want to see the impact of um, government programs on society in the society. The last uh, um, uh, outcome there, citizens contributing to the implementation of the NDP and MTSF. This work is done jointly in, pro in program two uh, and as well as in the NDP, the work that is done by the uh, National Planning Commission. So the indicator that we have captured there, Chairperson, is improved contribution of society in the implementation of the NDP as well as MTSF priorities. This will realize the Chairperson that government alone cannot be able to achieve the long-term plans of government. And therefore it is important in our work that we mobilize stakeholders and rally them around the long-term plan of government so that we may be able to achieve the, 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 the NDP goals. We know that we are left with few years to the target that we had set ourselves of 2030. So we have actually a, a, just put in a momentum in the work that we are doing in that space, especially in mobilizing of society learning with them, allowing other stakeholders to come forward and say, these are the areas that you need to improve if you want to accelerate implement, implementation of the NDP. So that is a, the outcomes that we captured this year. And this slide, uh, Chairperson and the Honorable Members, talk to the priorities of the sixth administration that we support as DPME through planning, monitoring and evaluation, as well as the interventions. We we focus on them as the, uh, um, the Honorable Members would understand. And even when we give our monitoring reports, in terms we have put we put them in terms of these priorities. We come to cabinet to present how we are doing in terms of the capable ethical development state. We've got reports. DDG Mahomo has got the report that is called biannual report that shows us, it has got a dashboard that shows us as a country how far we are in terms of that. The second priority, which is economic transformation and job creation. And the third priority, education, skills and health. Uh, the fourth priority, consolidating the social wage through reliable and quality basic services. I would not like to recite this, Chairperson, except to say we have got reports as DPME that through the work of all the branches, but this work being coordinated under the branch of sector monitoring under DTG Mahomo Tatinde, who is here, that we are able to say to the citizens of the country, this is how far we are, and therefore be able to project that we are likely to achieve 
the, the, the targets that we have set ourselves in the NDP, as well as the target that we have set, set ourselves in the MTSF. That information, Chairperson, is the information that is available. And if required, I think the committee could be favored with that information. And that, that brings the end to this presentation I was going to make. Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, uh, for taking the committee through uh, the, uh, the key areas that you've applied uh, from uh, the, uh, the uh, key programmatic areas. Can you take down this, this, this screen? Noted, Chair, I will answer. Uh, can you can you help, Fibera? Uh, yeah, please. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, great, 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 great. Other members, that is the the thrust of the uh, presentation from the from the uh, the department. Uh, uh, the mandate uh, function the vision, the mission, uh, the, uh, the priorities uh, of government uh, articulated and uh, the outcomes that were, that were asked. What I'll then do, I will then open the floor uh, to honorable members uh, to engage with the presentation, uh, mindful of the fact that uh, uh, this is an introductory meeting. Uh, floor is open to honorable members. Uh, I've noted uh, Tim. I've noted uh, honorable Fai. Uh, uh, let's start with Tim. Uh, Tim, can you also probably then introduce yourself as you as you take the floor? Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, this is Tim Browdeset. I'm the uh, representative from KZN. I also serve on this committee. Uh, Chairperson, first of all, I should apologize for being late to the meeting. Unfortunately, I was still flying in and I'm currently on the road <laughs> um, from the airport. But anyway, um, I managed to catch the tail end of the presentation. Uh, Chairperson, the question I just wanted to ask is, and I've actually asked a question uh, on this for our Thursday plenary session, but can we get some insight in my in my research on the Department of uh, Planning, Planning, Monitoring, and Evaluation? There is a description on the department's website in terms of the role and functions of the department. Is that part of it is urgent interventions in provinces and municipalities? Um, could could the presenter, or I, I must apologize again, I'm not sure exactly who's there, but could we get clarity on what the actual meaning of urgent interventions in, in provinces and municipalities entails? Um, I obviously understand the department does a lot of overarching planning and monitoring and evaluation, 
but it seems that it also has the function to urgently intervene in a situation in a province and a municipality. That's where I read it. I just want to make sure that I'm reading it correctly. If we could just get some clarity on that, I think that would help guide the way forward. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, thank you, Honorable Tim Pratasa, Honorable uh, Khai. Thanks. So, thank you very much once again, uh, uh, Honorable Chair, uh, for the opportunity. And also, thanks, uh, um, Dr. Sidimashi, uh, for the presentation. Uh, Chair, my, firstly, I want to start by expressing our disappointment as a committee that. Uh, um, this is the first meeting uh, that uh, we are interacting with the department. Uh, for us as a new committee, uh, it's a new department. We don't know uh, much about it, except uh, like uh, Honorable Tim is saying uh, through uh, research or Googling. Um, we were at least expecting uh, that uh, the political leadership would uh, uh, honor the invitation as it is the first meeting, uh, uh, absence of the minister and the two deputy minister and the DG is a very disappointing, uh, especially uh, at the start of uh, uh, the meeting. Um, the second issue that uh, I find disappointing uh, is uh, the presentation is a um, I was uh, saying that it's the first time that we'll be dealing with the department. So we, we just wanted to have an understanding, at least a basic understanding uh, of uh, what the department uh, is, is all about. Uh, so that structurally also we have a picture uh, how it is uh, structured. Um, two, we, or three, uh, at least each of the program. Uh, I'm not saying they should table uh, uh, annual plan, uh, but at least uh, basically what programs uh, the, the the department is dealing with and uh, the purpose uh, of each uh, program, uh, the, the key objective of each uh, program and the key deliverables, uh, for instance, of also uh, check uh, the, the programs I see is administration, the national planning coordination, uh, sector monitoring uh, services, uh, public sector monitoring, and uh, capacity development, uh, program evidence, and knowledge system. Uh, on each one of those, at least uh, it would have been good if we were to be taken through uh, uh, just uh, uh, on each one around uh, the, the purpose of each of the program, uh, the key objectives, the key deliverables, so that at least we, we know when we invited the department uh, to table its uh, uh, APPs or quarterly reports or annual reports, or invite them to come and uh, uh, give us a, a briefing on specific uh, program. Uh, so we, we know more or less what that program uh, is all about, whether it's uh, key objectives and key uh, deliverables. Uh, so we wanted, I, but I, I don't know perhaps what the brief was, 
uh, but I was expecting more uh, than what uh, we, we have presented with. Actually, we, when come, the department was first established, we had the expectations that it would assist uh, in the evaluating and monitoring performance, uh, particularly in provinces and uh, municipalities, the challenges that are faced with municipalities, uh, those would be picked up, uh, picked up uh, by the department even before the AG picks up uh, some of the problem that relate to uh, disclaimers, uh, uh, you know, uh, qualified uh, audit opinion, all, all, all those uh, uh, audit opinion and the performance in terms of the plans. Uh, that personally was my uh, expedition long before I came to Parliament because what was established, I think, in 2009. So if that history could have also been uh, given uh, from 2009, uh, what have been the achievement, what have been the challenges, uh, the weaknesses and all that, uh, that, that, that kind of, because uh, uh, this is a workshop, uh, uh, to workshop uh, members uh, that will be, uh, uh, that will oversight uh, uh, this uh, department. So I had those uh, uh, expectations, uh, uh, which I, Disappointingly, I don't think they've been uh, uh, met. It is, it is at a very high level, uh, the, the, the presentation. Uh, but uh, perhaps then it, we will uh, uh, get to know the department as we uh, interact with it all, you know, over time. Uh, but I must uh, express my, my, my disappointment that it is uh, at a very, it's actually just uh, uh, six slides if you take out uh, the cover page. Yes, page and the, the the last page. It's just six page uh, presentation. Um, so yeah, but uh, as I'm indicating, uh, perhaps we'll know more uh, about the department as uh, we we interact with it. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, Honorable Khai, uh, for for the questions, uh, Honorable Matebula. You are muted, Narabula. Uh, Thank you very much, Chair. I think Orabulhai have touched the issue that I wanted to to raise regarding the the presentation because I was trying to figure out uh, how, what the department is dealing with. But I did. I couldn't go. I couldn't get a clear answers that I was looking for. But uh, I can only ask uh, the department uh, one question because I wanted them to dwell more on on certain issues as such as uh, social cohesion and safe safety in uh, in communities. I wanted them to explain more. Or on on the work that they are, they are going to do to make sure that uh, uh, there is safety in uh, in communities, but I couldn't get the clear understanding. If they can be able to 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 explain to me more on what's their plan uh, regarding the safety. Uh, 
to the safety, especially in, in, in communities. And then uh, they also indicated that the, the, their department is, is, is also dealing with the issue of uh, uh, planning, evaluating, uh, and monitoring. Um, I just wanted to ask them, especially uh, regarding the issues of shortage of skills, uh, especially in, uh, in municipalities, as you can see that we've got a problem when it comes to local municipalities in terms of uh, uh, audit reports, and then uh, especially, in, and, and also in, on, on spending their finances. So I just wanted to know that their plan regarding the, the monitoring, especially in terms of uh, uh, um, shortage of skills in Marcel, how are they going to handle it? Thank you, Chair. Thank you, thank you, Honorable Matebula. Uh, let me then also uh, pose some few uh, questions from my side. Sorry, Chair. Sorry, Chair. Uh, Sorry, Chair, before you uh, do the final comment, if, if I may, um, with your permission. Yes, yes, you can take the floor. Chairperson, yeah, just one thing I wanted to point out is that, I mean, I, I want to echo what Honorable Chai said, because, you know, we, we've been a committee since 2019, and this is the first time we've met. And I actually found out to my surprise the other day, because, you know, on... on on Thursday, we are directing questions to the minister in the presidency under which this department falls. And I wasn't even aware that I was responsible for those questions. That, that was the level of, of disconnect. Um, but I think, Chair, this is something that we need to also ask the minister in the presidency about, is that this ministry in the presidency is the only department, was the only ministry that does not have a portfolio committee that it accounts to. And I think possibly that's part of the problem. Uh, that maybe needs to be highlighted and, and maybe that's something we can drive as a committee, that surely every ministry should be accountable to a portfolio committee. And it seems that, especially in the, the recent times, President Ronald Pozza has assigned a lot of tasks um, that come up, for instance, the Cannabis Bill, NECOM, uh, a lot of uh, crisis points and issues in the country the president has assigned to the presidency to deal with these you know, very thorny issues, but there's no port portfolio committee in the NA, and neither does, neither does this ministry seem to be assigned to a select committee in the NCOP. And maybe as a parliament, that's something we need to address as well is that this ministry should account to an NA portfolio committee and a select committee, and we just get that sorted once and for all so that the ministry is accountable to the Parliament of South Africa. I think that's something, if we can fix that, that might pave the way for better interaction uh, in the future. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Tim, for uh, those uh, comments. Uh, from my side, uh, uh, let me also welcome the presentation and uh, uh, put the following questions forward. Uh, the first one relates to relates to the 
uh, your program that deals with the uh, with uh, the uh, uh, monitoring reviews uh, against uh, MTSF priorities, and uh, I believe that this is how you you then uh, table it to cabinet to report. Uh, my questions uh, relates to to what is the role that the department is playing with regard to uh, Operation uh, Pakisa Labs and also the the local government management improvement model, uh, uh, which I believe that uh, uh, you use it uh, to assess. Uh, uh, Municipalities that that you have identified to pilot to pilot the system is quite critical because uh, on the uh, NCOP side uh, uh, we are mainly responsible for for uh, the work also of uh, at local government level which uh, constitute part of the NCOP and also provinces. Uh, the, the second one relates to uh, the point that you raised around that you made reference to to the integrated government planning system. Uh, if you can just probably uh, share some, some examples in, in terms of the uh, of, of of the intervention that this system has. Uh, as, 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 as uh, uh, introduced, uh, uh, because you did indicate that the that uh, the monitoring of the aid, of the progress that we are making with regard to the digital development plan uh, forms part and parcel of your of your work. Uh, the the third one relates to relates to the role that we are playing with regard to. Uh, monitoring uh, uh, corruption uh, uh, through your uh, national anti-corruption strategy. Uh, what is the role that the, the department is playing in terms of uh, institutionalizing this, uh, particularly with regard to to monitoring uh, that the repeat of what we saw happening with regard to the state-owned enterprises does not uh, uh, recur. So it will be quite important just to get a sense in terms of uh, what mechanisms are in place to monitor and report on those. But really because uh, I believe that uh, you, you are quite uh, uh, central to uh, monitoring the how the, the overall activities uh, are performing uh, uh, and uh, and also uh, the impact that the performance both at national and province, provincial level uh, is concerned. Then uh, the uh, the fourth one relates to to uh, your your evidence based planning, uh, monitoring, and evaluation, which is quite critical. So. My question is, uh, what technical support uh, 
are you uh, rendering to intervene uh, to ensure that uh, uh, both capacity and capability across all the department you know uh, provinces and also local government level uh, uh, occurs I think it will be quite important just to to, to to refer to the system that we are using the the centralized data management analytical system project. If you can just share some some, some views on that. Then the last one, the last one is the is your your role with regard to uh, uh, catapulting the uh, the district development model. Uh, to take the center stage uh, because we are midway through 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 our term and uh, it, it becomes important that uh, as you review uh, the progress that you are making the district development model must must be visible it must take center stage uh, so that uh, uh, as, 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 as government we should not find ourselves wanting when it comes to some of these initiatives that are that are introduced by the by the president, uh, I'm, 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 I'm making reference to to the, uh, the, the the previous programs from the president. It was the integrated sustainable development program, and then the urban uh, development program, uh, and uh, we 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 which we which which to to me was uh, a sort of coordinating and collaboration of all the three spheres of all the three three arms to ensure that development both in terms of informal settlement rural and villages and also township take the center stage thank you uh, 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 yes honorable uh, uh, no thanks no i just i just wanted to to correct uh, 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 so, uh, Tepo's uh, okay. microphone is on. <laughs> I, I was saying, I uh, just want to correct uh, Honorable Prater uh, uh, said with regard to the uh, uh, portfolio committee. The, there is a portfolio committee that oversight uh, DPME, uh, oversight DPME, as well as DPSA. Uh, but also it is a responsibility of parliament uh, to decide which uh, portfolio committee oversight which department and uh, also the the ncop um the both houses have uh, uh, rules committees uh, it's rules committees that uh, decide uh, on allocation of departments to uh, certain uh, i mean to portfolio committees or uh, select committees. The department don't decide for themselves, uh, but uh, then uh, I'm not uh, uh, commenting on the issue of the president as a, as president, but I'm talking about the departments, including the PME. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, thank you, Honorable Mentiki? Thank you, um, Honorable Chair. Let me first uh, apologize on behalf of the leadership of the PME, the DG, and uh, as the brief that we were given, Chair, uh, was that we must just uh, share the mandate. 
and the functions of the PME, which is what we had uh, done. I think we we were and not privy to the information that is is kind of like a workshop or a induction. However, Chairperson, I understand the concerns of the uh, honourable members that they want to know more about uh, the department. And um, as such, Chairperson, uh, I don't know if uh, you would allow me. I said earlier on we have all the DTGs of DPME in this meeting. So I could, Chairperson, um, uh, if you allow me, flag the slide that shows the programs of DPME that show so the the parliament if we if we knew is what we supposed to present we would have gladly um shared that information. So I would share the slides and allow the DTGs to talk to their work and I think that would be very helpful. But in the questions of what interventions do you do um, as well as district development model, I would uh, allow Mrs. Serfondin to talk specifically to that. And uh, and uh, I'm glad that this it has been uh, corrected that yes, we do report to the Portfolio Committee on Administration together with DPSA and uh, GCIS. And, uh, so Chairperson, I just you would guide me on moving forward, whether we just answer the questions or we flag the slide that has got the programs of DPME and the areas they focus on and allow the DDGs. We are at your service. I don't know how much time you have for us. Yes, yes, uh, you have until, you have 30 minutes uh, to, to, to respond. Uh, and then what we'll then do, uh, you can uh, you, you can respond to the questions uh, uh, in our interaction with you will then uh, uh, probably uh, isolate those uh, problematic areas that uh, uh, we will be uh, uh, interacting with uh, for future uh, I think you can just respond to questions and then, uh, uh, of course, overlooking, uh, not overlooking the fact that, that uh, members have raised concern. Uh, which obviously uh, also as sort of, 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 of the, 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 the Jefferson side probably could have led to your confusion. Let's let let's, let's proceed and respond to questions uh, in a manner that uh, you are able to use the space and the opportunity to to induct members on your own. You can share with your with your, with your, with your delegation whichever way you want. Respond to those questions. Thank you, thank you, Chairperson. I will then allow the DDGs to uh, take the the questions that pertain to to their um, respective uh, areas. But I would like to just share this uh, to answer the the question that was asking about the programs uh, of DPME. Uh, I will just share that, Chairperson. Uh, no problem. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, can can the members see? Yes, yes, you can see that. Okay. So there was an honourable member that was talking about since uh, the PME was established, what have they been doing? The PME, as we know, it was established under the proclamation that was made in 2014. 
and out of the measure of the Department of Planning and Monitoring Evaluation, as well as the NPC, which is supported by the Secretariat. I have talked to the mandate of the NFDPME and, uh, and the M MTSF. So I just wanted to, to bring again to the uh, uh, attention of the members that the Minister in the Presidency is also the chairperson of the National Planning Commission, which is point number four, and oversees the work of Statistics South Africa, as well as GSS, GCIS and Brand South Africa. So that's all the work that the minister, the same minister oversees, and therefore will be present to this uh, committee uh, that, uh, that we report to SDPME. Uh, the minister present work, the work that is done in all those areas. NPC is an independent advisory body, as advisory body as the members are aware. However, its secretariat is located within DPME, which is why in our plan you will see the work that we do to support the planning commission and ensure the implementation of the NDP. So um, I just will be quickly uh, going to to we we okay. I would like to talk to that that in 2015. President appointed the NPC. However, we have also now currently there is a new a National Planning Commission that have recently been appointed. And I think uh, the select committee can invite them to come and uh, you know engage them on how they are intending to take forward the, the work of National Planning Commission, given that we are left with few years of the NDP and their new commissioners. Okay, I will. I think this slide will show the members just in in a in a in a one slide how uh, DPME coordinates uh, the work of government through planning and ensuring implementation of MTSF, as well as influencing national budgets and and uh, and also all of these wanting to see that is underpinned by special planning. So we know that there's NTP that all sector plans of government must ensure implementation of NTP as well as the government priorities that we talked about. From there, we have the medium-term strategic framework that we, we drive uh, implementation of, NA, of it as, as DPME. Now we have the 2019 to 2024 uh, that we're working towards. And then this work also influenced the budget prioritization framework of government. So and DPME working with Treasury ensures that the priorities of government are funded, but DPME is able to say through evaluations, these are the programs that should be prioritized. Then this work also then, whatever has been prioritized must be captured in the annual performance plans. This year, the PME developed what is called a national um, annual strategic plan, which is what is going to show that the departments are implementing the priorities of government and be, can be measured annually. Okay, so also the, through this uh, work, we also influence the medium term uh, budget policy statement as DPME, and this all give uh, feedback to the national budgeting system that the members are aware of. The priorities I talked uh, about, and uh, there was a member who was interested in social cohesion. I wanted to say under priority six, we have a 
special uh, a unit that is ensuring a social cohesion as a priority and is under sector monitoring. DTG Mahomo is going to answer that question and talk more about the work that they do there. I wanted to also highlight their return on red, that there are those cross-cutting focus areas that DPME look at, such as gender-based violence and, and women issues, youth, as well as people with disabilities. And in just a cascading the work of the MTSF, I wanted the members to see how it all goes down from the top to the bottom and also how it feeds, it goes up. So our planning is both in our planning approaches are top down and, and, and bottom up uh, approaches. So we end up with joined up plans because I, our, the MTSF of 1920, 1920, 1924 also ensures that it is captured in, in the APPs and also the provincial growth and development strategies must also capture. Whilst they have issues of the provinces that are prioritized there, but they must capture the MTSF as well as the IDPs. And we also ensure that the work that what is in the IDPs, we keep an eye on it. So therefore, the PME contributes in planning at the national, provincial, as well as district uh, level, and especially when it comes to the national uh, priorities. I've talked to the vision and mission, I've talked to that. I've talked to the value statement and the impact, I've talked to that. Uh, I just wanted to, to talk now to the programs. Uh, there was an honorable member who asked about programs. There is, we have a program one, which is corporate services. We have program two, which is planning, which is a planning secretariat and national planning coordination. And they are responsible for those uh, 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 objectives. I think the, the honorable member was very clear that they want to see what the, each program is responsible for. Establishing robust uh, systems for policy and legislative frameworks and processes for planning for government as a whole, engaging different sectors of society in planning, developing requisite institutional capacity for planning, developing evidence-based plans that draws from monitoring and evaluation, influencing the planning philosophy of the country in all spheres. This is all the work that is done in Program 2. Uh, Program 2 also we have sector monitoring and public sector monitoring. I will go to the structure to show the structure. Monitoring, we monitor the, we have what is called the program of action, which monitors the outcomes of government. We also have Operation Pagisa, that is a monitoring the interventions, special projects uh, such as ocean economy. We have local government improvement model, which is assessing the capabilities of municipalities in delivering basic services. Uh, we also do social uh, economic impact assessment to assess the legislation and policies that uh, although now that function has just been transferred to the presidency. We have uh, so citizen-based uh, monitoring that Mr. Herrickson Fonden is going to talk to when he's, answering, when he's, he's answering questions on interventions and district development model. We also have the evaluation systems uh, program it is a program five at DPME. It is a knowledge and evidence 
branch. It is headed by DDG Mashamba, and he will just talk a bit about what they do. So what I'm going to do, Honorable Chair, now that I've showed the five programs of DPME, I am the DDG for Corporate Services, which is program for administration and Corporate Services Program 1. So I will then, a chairperson, allow the DDGs to talk to uh, specific uh, questions that we ask the, and they relate to their areas. I will start with Mr. Serfondin and then Dr. Grisel will follow and DTG Mahomo will follow on addressing the issues of uh, that was uh, pertaining to sector monitoring in that order, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Zige. Uh, thank you, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. Um, Heng Sarfundan yeah, I'm currently Acting Deputy Director General for the Public Sector Monitoring Branch. So I think some of the questions I got was firstly around interventions. Um, so we have different, let's call it intervention tools and models that, that we use. So first one that we have is, is what we call um, our, our presidential hotline. So we have a hotline system where we are where the, the the citizens can actually register cases with us and and around sort of cases around service delivery complaints and those type of things and then we have a whole system that will then forward these uh, forward these 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 um, complaints to the institution that they are. Uh, related to, and we have what we call PLOs, Parliamentary uh, uh, Public Liaison Officers, and they would then facilitate response to that. So, so this covers all national, provincial, local government entities, all of those things. And then we are sort of monitoring and facilitating of resolution of those cases. So, so where cases are not resolved and there's, there's, there's long delays, we then will, will, um, will then step in and, and facilitate that. A resolution of those cases. So that's the first one. And then the second one, we have um, something called frontline service delivery monitoring, where we would then select sort of different, different uh, burning issues. So at the moment, we're looking at ideal clinics and, and how we, how is the public service faring in delivering of ideal clinics and, and those type of things. So we then go out and then do physical site visits and monitor, um, the, let's say, the delivery of, of ideal clinics. We just finished something called the Safe School, where we were looking at delivery of, of schools, um, sanitation, and, and those type of things. And then we, we also come up with improvement plans, and then um, we then do regular monitoring of whether those improvements are happening or not. There's other interventions like your section 100, 136, and then where it's, it's into, so we, we, I think we st still busy with the Northwest, but I think there's, there's, there's uh, withdrawal from the Northwest section 100 where a national government then uh, intervened in, in that and, and 
So for Northwest intervention, it was led by our minister going forward. So, so I think that's that's the interventions from our side that that we should have doing. The other one, I heard some of the, uh, one of the honourable members asking a question about our our roles in the national anti-corruption strategy. So yes, we were part of of establishing the national anti-corruption forum. Um, assisting the president to to establish those those forums as well as developing the the, the strategy going forward but also um, and also one of the members also asked the question around what are we doing about the state capture and state capture commission reports so what we have done is established a, a, a monitoring system and working with the different implementation agencies to then monitor and ensure that that actions are taken both on the on the um, state capture actually the SIU reports and all those recommendations and referrals that the state capture uh, the SIU report the SIU on the PPE corruptions as well as now what we're doing is starting to track the, the implementation of the Zondo Commission going forward. So, and, and then I think I got another question from one of the members, on, honorable members on the SOE governance um, and what we're doing about that. So yes, we have developed what we call a, a state uh, a, a SOE oversight framework um, which includes governance and that. And that is focused on sort of looking at strengthening the oversight by the departments, the minister and department over entities. Um, we're at the moment in discussion with the PSEC, the Presidential Council on State owned Entities, to then just get their final sort of approval. Not approval, but but support for for the rollout of this program. So we also continuously monitoring SOEs and and identifying um, trends and emerging issues, and then trying to come up and resolve that. So I think uh, I hope I've answered our questions. So thank you, honourable chairperson and honourable members. Thank you. Um, I think it's myself, um, if we take the order of, uh, of, of Dr. Nsiki. Thank you very much. And I think Dr. Nsiki did uh, show the slide on some of the components of the uh, planning system, but I will just uh, speak to the issue uh, raised by the Honourable Chair around the integrated government planning system and, and interventions that have, that have been introduced. And we do see ourselves as DPME, as the custodians of the national planning system, both its development and its uh, implementation. And the overall objective is to uh, ensure that the planning system contributes towards the achievement of the development goals. Uh, and that part of that is also, um, in, you know, ensuring harmonization and coherence of all the different plans, short, medium and long, national, provincial uh, and local government sector plans, institutional plans, operational plans, infrastructure plans, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so that these are all aligned 
uh, and at least it doesn't mean they must be um, uh, cut and paste, but it mean the the overall uh, uh, policy alignment and coherence is something that is is quite uh, important. So we are also moving. We feel that the planning system uh, is relatively well institutionalized. Uh, the the issue though is the extent to which the plans that we have in place uh, are indeed uh, sufficient quality. And also, do they adequately reflect uh, the results-based approach, the, the uh, targets uh, uh, and the appropriate indicators? Um, one of the honorable members mentioned the issue of challenges. I think it's well known. And we recently did a diagnostic of the national and provincial planning system, including the manner in which it interacts with local government. And one of the uh, prevailing uh, uh, issues that has been widely discussed is that there is a, a strong emphasis on compliance versus uh, the emphasis on uh, performance. So that remains uh, something which we are busy engaging with multiple stakeholders on how to reform the overall uh, planning system uh, and to make it work better. We have policy and legislation. We've uh, introduced the integrated uh, policy framework, the policy framework for integrated planning. Uh, we also have uh, revised the draft bill, um, it's now called the Development Integrated Development Planning Framework Bill, um, and that will be consulted uh, in in the in the current uh, financial year. And we would be more than happy to bring uh, those documents uh, to to this structure. Um, we are emphasizing intergovernmental planning, improving intergovernmental planning methodologies, and utilizing new methodologies, including uh, modeling to improve uh, uh, intergovernmental planning whilst acknowledging that the constitution is very clear on the powers and functions of the different spheres of government. So we are not seeking to alter the, those uh, powers and functions, but rather to improve uh, you know, cooperative governance, collaboration, um, and so on. And because we, we, we've also been working very closely with uh, DCOG, um, around the uh, district development model, specifically with a focus on the one plans. DPME chairs the Presidency Steering Committee on the District Development Model, which has a number of work streams, including monitoring, uh, integrated uh, planning and budgeting, because we, we the one area that is still needs to... Uh, one plans have been developed, although we've done an analysis and uh, looking at areas of improving the content and, and the approach of those one plans, um, but there's still a lot of work to be done on the one budget that the, the, the committee is also working with uh, Treasury on that. Uh, we work. We did uh, localization guidelines, which have been adopted by the uh, uh, by the FOSAD uh, clusters on the, also the alignment of the the medium term plan with the uh, the the one plans of the district development model. Um, I think the members would be uh, well aware of um, the revised framework on strategic plans and APPs, which is. Uh, the key framework that we're currently using around the regulating the institutional plans of provincial and national departments, as well as Schedule 3A and 3C uh, public entities. And we're doing a lot of work there to improve the quality of the APPs because we find that there's a lot of sectoral plans, the National Infrastructure Plan, the ERRP, uh, et cetera, uh, but those priorities often do not find their way into the institutional plans the APPs or even the operational plan. So we we do, we're working with departments on that, um, but also the priorities of women, youth and persons with disabilities. 
we do undertake analysis of the APPs and we've introduced reforms there. We give feedback to the to the uh, to the to the departments on how to improve those APPs, and we will also be tightening up there, including uh, to um, you know the the issue of um, easy what is called easy greens, in other words, targets that are that do not actually uh, lead to results, but rather just um, you know speak to uh, a report. We're also working a lot on the spatialization of planning. We do have a spatial planning unit. There is a cabinet decision to move the National Spatial Development Framework from uh, the Department of uh, Land Reform Rural Development to GPME. Um, and that would that NSDF would also assist in aligning the planning with the uh, the spatial planning uh, with the, the other planning instruments. Um, and then finally, I think uh, we have mentioned the issue of our work on resource planning, the budget prioritization framework, uh, and so on. Let me leave it there for now. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Doc. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Chair, uh, members of the, the committee. I think most of the questions were coming from my area, but um, I will try by as, as much as I can to answer here and there. But I think uh, what is important is that um, we need to most probably come back with the with the report so that at least uh, we could be able to cover you know the areas well and uh, the committee be really have uh, the idea of what we are doing and how can they use you know our uh, ourselves as well as the products of our work you know in 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 what what uh, the committee is 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 doing. My section is I'm I'm responsible for sector monitoring. Sector monitoring has got about uh, seven eight seven eight uh, chief directorates or sections. You know that is where now all those priorities seven priorities of government are, are actually looked after. Which we are monitoring that. Uh, one of those priorities is is, is falls under uh, public sector monitoring and capacity building. That is uh, the, the the priority one on capable state. So basically, I'm more uh, concerned with the six more of those priorities as well as you know the intervention support units. There are two of those. One is Operation Pakisa. Is what is known as Operation Pakisa is an intervention support unit. Uh, it's just not only doing Operation Pakisa, and then we've got the LG Min. It has already been, uh, you know, mentioned. So those are the the three main categories under you know this section. But the major part of it is what is running the whole of government is 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 the MTSF because all of the APPs and you know just what. Uh, Dr. Chrysler has talked about is aligned to the MTSF, and the, the MTSF is also aligned to the performance of uh, of uh, uh, ministers. The performance agreements of ministers are directly aligned to to the MTSF delivery. So it's a medium term strategic framework, as we know the MTSF. So we we are more con you know uh, responsible for ensuring that there is delivery of results. So we are using result based management. 
you know, which uh, actually uh, allows us to, to be able to monitor up to the, the, the outcomes and the impacts level, that the results which we are achieving or not achieving. So my, 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 my section also works directly with the, with, the, with the department. So we are really working together with departments. We are with them in the implementation because that is another part of what we do, monitoring implementation of uh, all these plans so that we can we can achieve the results so if we are not monitoring that part you know we cannot be able to of delivery of interventions then we will not be able to realize the, the you know or achieve you know the intended goals which we we set ourselves to so every you know we are producing reports every six months the cabinet asks us to produce every six months but every uh uh, quarter, we've got reports coming from the departments because we're monitoring that in terms of uh, what the, the implementation side of it. And in terms of how we do our 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 reporting, we're only not only dealing with the departments, we're also dealing with various stakeholders, private sector, you know, we are dealing with research organizations and everyone else who's, who's responsible in delivery. Because we've realized that uh, for a long time we've been focusing directly on government in terms of delivery. But what is actually you know, important is that the delivery and achievement of all what we do in, in South Africa is, is, for, is for the nation, is, for, is the responsibility of every one of us. That is where the social you know, compact comes in. And then we are actually dealing with them, talking to them, as well as collecting some of the information from them, apart from what the information is coming from, from the departments. So with that, we are able to to analyze and do reports. We also do case studies. We also do a, a, a monitoring visits to verify the information which we uh, we receive. We triangulate that information to validate it that it is correct and work with everyone else. You know, in in the in the in, the, in all sectors, academia, research institutes. We also utilize uh, most of the you know evaluation work across you know uh, all sectors you know for us to inform cabinet and everyone else as to the status of performance of government and the nation as a whole you know in terms of the the, the seven seven priorities and as well as uh, how far are we with the NDP right now. We are at the midterm, midterm of the seventh administration. We are also write, writing now, developing the midterm review, apart from the, the, the biannual reports, which I've talked about. We just delivered one now in June. Now we're, we're dealing with the midterm review. At the end of the term, seventh administration, we will be doing our 30-year review you know, uh, you know of, 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 of the administration, the whole of administration, 30 years of administration. That is the, basically the work we're doing. So in terms of uh, the intervention side, what is important is that we have realized that uh, as you are monitoring, you'll find that there are obstacles. And if there are obstacles in terms of service delivery and you know what needs to be done, that is where operations practice was coming in. We are, you know, currently you know, uh, using the model as well as uh, you know the 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 you know the learnings which we have learned from you know the implementation of that model to to start now developing the early warning system so that the government can have a robust you know early warning system 
you know, so which can actually be able to help us identify ahead of time before we can really hit, uh, you know, the, the challenges rather than wait to to be looking at it, you know, through the, the our monetary daily daily monitoring, so that we can do those projections. We can do, yeah, that is what we are redirecting it towards that kind of it uh, for uh, <coughs> savings. But for now, we still have the seven seven labs. We are ensuring that those labs, you know, produce the jobs which are, are, are you know are supposed to be produced you know uh, they handle they they make sure that uh, you know the stakeholders come together and solve problems you know they're using the mod the, the malaysian model which they call the three foot model to to deliver on that the second intervention which we're having is the lg mean so the lg mean is a is a management you know cape in management um as an assessment tool which is a uh, you know, assessing management capabilities. So this, uh, you know, tool, you know, identify gaps in terms of management capabilities in the local government, as well as capacity. So where there are gaps, so far we've done 183 municipalities, you know, uh, we've, we've trained them with a tool, it's an electronic tool, trained with de- developing and training at the same time. We've also assessed 143, you know, municipalities and given them, you know, those reports. And then we talk to, we, we, you know, there's a team which addresses these issues with the municipalities. So where are the gaps and what to, what needs to be done? So the municipalities understand where the gaps are. The problem is that we don't have the, the correct people at the correct places. And then we are also need a lot of uh, assistant in terms of, you know, capacity building. You know, I, I understand that, you know, part of uh, our public sector monitoring and capacity building unit is also, you know, together with National Treasury, they are providing, a, you know, that capacity building. We, the monitoring part of it, you know, we are an oversight, they, you know, we are helping the DCOC we know which is monitoring the municipalities in terms of delivering on on that that uh, that aspect. But the the, the LGM is very important for us to identify those gaps. You know, during the COVID, we also did the uh, you know the uh, we, we did a survey to find out where are the challenges in terms of uh, you know municipality in finances. You know, to deal with COVID issues. You know, around in within the municipality. You know, uh, you know, areas, where, you know, with them, because they had a lot of issues with regard to water, sanitation, and you remember the time of COVID, where children couldn't go to school because there were no water and so on. So we did that and find out how can we reprioritize uh, the finances, you know, in which areas to be able to reach those gaps. So those are the three big functions. There was a question about uh, uh, the question of uh, uh, social cohesion and safer communities. This is a priority six, one of the priorities. We're working with two clusters here. One of the cluster is the JCPC cluster. That is the justice, uh, police, and security cluster. We work together with them in in that cluster to deal with the issues around uh, security and policing. The major challenge which we are having right now, apart from you know, the escalation of, of, of challenges which we are experiencing now is more on the commercial part of it where, you know, the, the infrastructure is being ruined. You know, you can understand what happens to the electricity, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the rails and so on. So that this is the part where now we actually utilize also the information coming from the, the economy, the, the, the economy priority two section to say 
you know, being having these security challenges, we're having a we're having a problem in driving infrastructure-led economy because uh, of a uh, destruction of our own infrastructure. And in terms of uh, you know, uh, you know, looking at uh, uh, you know social cohesion, so this has been a bit of a challenge. We regress a little bit here because of the COVID, but we can see it is now starting to pick up with this, you know, the sporting facilities which we are having, but of a more most important uh, focus here is also look at uh, sporting facilities as, as well, uh, in, especially in, in education within the education side. That you start to bend, you know, the, the, you know, teach the children, you know, how to, to 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 deal with each other, how to work together, live with each other from as young as possible. Look at this element into the curriculum, you know, from ECD all the way up. And, uh, and then, and as you know now, you know, we cannot talk about Banyana Banyana, they've done magic for us, is the part which we are. But we are very much concerned about, uh, you know, regression in this area. We're also very concerned about the uh, escalating challenges which we have about security and safety, you know, in this manner. So the DG right now has uh, called a, a joint meeting for this uh, in various sectors which interlink so that we say, how can we, together with other social partners, be able to deal with these matters? Because we really realize that on our own is not that easy as government, but we need other people to help us with this uh, with part, this part as well. I don't know if I've, I've left anything which is very, very important which was, which uh, uh, other DDGs have not mentioned. Let me leave it here, otherwise I can <laughs> go forever talking. Okay. Thank you very much, Cheche. <laughs> I love my 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 section. This part of it's a very interesting part, but sure, a lot of work. But I've got the reports in the in the in the what you call I can I can forward the the chair all reports which we've done the this analysis report for each one of those uh, you know priorities very robust reports you know for for the last two years we do have. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, Mama thank you, Dr. Ntiki. Uh, I've seen two hands uh, from uh, Honorable Hai and also Honorable Dango. Uh, Honorable Dango and Honorable Tim. Let's start with Honorable Dango. Unless it is an old hand. It is an old hand and I'm having a bit of trouble with load shedding. Thank However, you. Yes, I'm better. Uh, the question I want to ask is when we're measuring, are we measuring compliance or are we measuring efficacy? If we're measuring compliance, yes, we will all comply. If we're, if we're not measuring e efficacy, we will not deliver. So I think the, the emphasis on performance management rather than compliance management and, me and measuring should be important. Uh, for example, in Joburg, if there's load shedding, after two hours, the, the lights come on from ESCOM and Joburg's lights go off for four hours. You phone uh, City Power and they'll tell you to phone the councillor. The council will not react, but the administration should react. It's not the politicians that should, should be reacting in this case. Uh, including the MMC or that I sit on on a continuous basis about these kind of breakdowns. Thank you. Thank you, Ambassador. 
Anladım hay. Ya müddet Anladım hay. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you very much, Anladım uh, hay. And also thanks uh, to the DTGs uh, for the responses. And uh, uh, I had uh, written on the chat uh, requesting that uh, if uh, the uh, presentation, uh, the additional information that was a uh, uh, flighted by uh, Dr. Uh, Mashir, if it, if members could also have copies of such, uh, it's going to assist a great deal uh, in understanding the the, the department. Uh, for now, because we don't know much uh, about uh, the department, I, my question would tend to be uh, general, not uh, necessarily specific to a particular uh, a, a program. Um, I, I, firstly, I just want to 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 know uh, there's this issue that has uh, now uh, become a buzzword uh, publicly: uh, the issue of uh, the the social compact. Uh, the in the sauna, the president uh, committed uh, himself that uh, in three in one hundred days uh, there will be uh, a social compact. Uh, uh, but it looks like that that uh, particular uh, target uh, was not achieved. Uh, I, I would want to find out uh, from the department, which I believe is is also responsible for for social combat uh, monitoring uh, as to why the 100 days uh, was not uh, met uh, but the the other issues i'm saying that uh, would tend to be general uh, because of, or perhaps because of my expectation of the department i may be having expectation that are not that do not necessarily belong uh, to the department because uh, for me, I I take the the, the 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 report around the work of the department, uh, but uh, for for me, it is the the impact uh, that will uh, show the success of uh, the department, uh, the, the the impact on the ground, uh, the kind of things uh, around service delivery that are happening on the ground, the challenges there. Uh, I would uh, perhaps think that uh, the, the department needs to come in uh, with regard to intervention, uh, with first with the monitoring of performance uh, before there the, the are challenges and uh, make uh, the responsible departments, provinces or local government aware uh, like red flags uh, be, be, before uh, challenges uh, uh, escalate. Um, for example, the the, the issue that uh, relates to flood, I think uh, Honorable Tim uh, asked a question. I didn't hear how that was uh, uh, responded to the issue of uh, agency, uh, agent interventions. You know, you hear that uh, there are people that are still in halls. Uh, that were affected by the April air floods uh, that are still there. And then you wonder what then is the role of uh, the department of uh, monitoring, uh, 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 you know, performance monitoring and evaluation uh, with regard to that, because there were interventions that were announced uh, to 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 help the uh, uh, people that are affected by floods, 
but you find that uh, from town to town, there's not much progress uh, with regard to, to that. There have been complaints uh, from provinces and uh, and municipalities, first about uh, the the allocation of one billion, the emergency grants uh, that make up the 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 one billion. <clears throat> it took uh, some time before those were allocated uh, to <clears throat> relevant uh, departments or or <clears throat> or municipalities. Uh, even right now, there have been complaints, particularly in KZN, uh, Teguin municipality, uh, that people are still in the halls, uh, as well as other uh, service-related uh, 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 programs. Uh, I, I know someone uh, once said uh, when the minister was presenting uh, in the ADCO committee uh, that uh, the, the report of the department was more academic uh, but uh, the reality on the ground was different uh, to what uh, uh, the, the the department was uh, presenting to to the extent that, uh, and in fact, in response to that, the minister was saying that they're going to develop a matrix uh, that was going to talk to the issues uh, of interventions uh, that uh, the, the departments uh, were going to embark upon. To date, uh, that uh, matrix has not been uh, a table uh, to any of the uh, of the structures uh, that uh, um, uh, monitor uh, the issue of uh, um, uh, 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 floods and its impact. Uh, so I- I'm saying uh, generally, we, we, with this department, I thought that the things like uh, challenges of civil delivery will be the thing of the pastors. It is uh, responsible for monitoring and bring to the attention uh, of those responsible to fix uh, such problems. Uh, monies that are returned uh, to treasury not being used by provinces, uh, you know, uh, uh, departments. Uh, the as I indicated earlier, the audit outcomes of a. Uh, uh, many of the municipalities have not been able to achieve a, a, a clean audit. Very few municipalities have been able to, uh, to to achieve a clean audit. And then you wonder what then this department is doing. Why can't they pick up these their things and bring uh, uh, them to the attention uh, of uh, 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 consent departments, municipalities, and so forth? Um, because for me, what uh, the president was talking that uh, AG should be doing with regard to real-time audit. For me, real-time audit, I'm not saying to, to on, 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 on finances, but just on performance, real-time uh, 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 audit of uh, 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 performance. That should be the work of... Uh, uh, of this uh, department, perhaps uh, as we, because I'm, it's the first time I keep on repeating this, uh, I may be giving a lot of work to the department that does not uh, belong to it, and then the department will correct me uh, on that. Uh, so I just wanted uh, to highlight uh, uh, that. But uh, as we uh, continue to interact, uh, it will be clear to us what is it that the department can do. What is it that the department uh, uh, cannot do? But also, I take the point that they 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 raising that uh, they won't be able to do everything. They will have they need uh, also assistance 
from the, the population, from private sector, uh, as well as other sectors. I take that point, but uh, I, I think they also uh, are the ones who uh, should uh, take overall responsibility in terms of monitoring uh, the performance uh, uh, yeah, of the government as a whole. Uh, thank you so much. Sorry for taking long. Thank you, Chair. Honorable uh, Tim. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Um, Chairperson, so the first thing I want to raise is um, Mr. Serfentine, I think it was, uh, told us that in terms of urgent interventions, um, citizens or whoever, and I'm assuming parliamentarians as well, would be able to write to a certain hotline. Can we please have details of that hotline, Chair? Uh, I think that members of this committee would be really interested in having details of that hotline and or a direct communication line to Mr. Serpentine. Because we are, as MPs, always involved in communities, things come to our attention, and we would perhaps like to forward those issues to DPME to get assistance. Now, I understand that they just pass that on to the relevant government, a relevant department, and then monitor it. So I would like to ask that this committee requests from DPME the full details of those reporting lines. I think it would be very useful for us as MPs, also to have Mr. Surfit, if he's the DDG for that uh, section, it would be very useful for us to have his contact details so we could email him uh, and raise certain issues. And then the assurance that the DPME would report back to us as a committee or individually as members of parliament on the monitoring process relating to that particular query that was raised. Um, Honorable Chai um, says that, uh, you know, he refers to the floods and him and I are both on the ad hoc committee for the floods. And I recently did um, oversight of those community halls. And I can tell you, we saw horror stories. In one particular case, we had uh, we had a normal community hall with 400 people, literally, Chair, 400 people staying in that hall, and they've been there since April. And um, Honorable Chai will know from the community halls that we visited that normally the beds and that are packed around the, 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 the circumference of the hall. In this case, they're packed all over the place simply because there's no room. And we were there during the day and one can only imagine what it looks like at night when everybody returns from wherever they've been. And 400 people in a community hall is is, is absolutely crazy. Um, so, I mean, and that is something uh, Honorable Chai will be happy to know that on tomorrow, I'm, I have posed that question to uh, the minister in the presidency as to what DPME you're going to actually do about that um, to, to address that urgent problem. Uh, Honorable Chai will be but I'm sure we can chat in the house later today. Um, but then the other thing as well is I think that perhaps we can form a really good partnership with DPME because from the, from the lack of implementation that we see around the country in so many areas, and, and I don't mean to be dismissive of the department, it also almost seems like the department is a bit like an audit committee that perhaps they're not always taken seriously and perhaps not always listened to. Because if they were doing an excellent job of, of monitoring 
uh, of implementation and evaluation of implementation. Surely it would be better if they were being taken seriously by government and being listened to. So perhaps uh, we could receive regular reports now that we're starting a relationship with DPME. If we could receive regular reports um, on all the matters that are involved in, and and then we could use our voice as Parliament. You know that is our true job to to raise these issues with the ministers and say, you know what, um, this matter was referred to you. Doesn't seem like there's much progress, Minister. What can you do to fast track? That sort of thing. I think that would be very helpful in our role as parliamentarians to to try and hold those departments accountable. But if we're not aware of what DPME are doing on any particular matter, if we're not receiving reports from them on that, then we wouldn't know how to escalate those issues on, on their behalf and, and, and work with them. Um, it almost seems like DPME have a bit of an, an auditor general kind of um environmental uh, environment about them in terms of they they point out the issues they try and monitor and evaluate but they need somebody like parliament to help them drive the point home so if you can just go back to my first point can mr serfontaine please provide us the details of the, of the hotline or, or the contact details and perhaps also his his contact details so we can use that avenue to to drive issues that are a problem to to the people of our country thank you so much Chief. Thank you, thank you, Honorable Prato, sir. Uh, Dr. Nsiki. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. We we tried to upload the, the, the next presentation that we made, and I noted the comments of the Honorable said is struggling to download it here. We loaded, we uploaded it here on Zoom, so we'll send it through our parliamentary liaison officer. Uh, this will be done today. And uh, I, I, I will then allow uh, Mr. Serfontin to provide the details of the hotline. And if we, if uh, Chair allows, I think we have um, addressed what we were asked to address. Unless the Chair wants to say, to add something else that they would like us to provide them with. Mr. Serfontin? I think it's fine what, Dr., uh, what Mr. Serfontin can do. He can uh, also use uh, the parliamentary liaison officers uh, to forward it to our committee secretary uh, so that all of us uh, get it he doesn't have to give it here uh, if, if if that assists uh, and uh, uh, also uh, we appreciate the the uh, offer made by member uh, Komu uh, that report will be provided uh, we note that uh, uh, appreciation and excitement in terms of the work that she's doing, that will assist us in terms of uh, of appreciating the work of the of, 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 of the department. Uh, but, but also, where you are able to to provide those answers in in writing, help us so that at least as we are sitting, we are then able to to go through uh, those responses and begin to to appreciate the the importance of the work that you are doing. Uh, uh, like as we said, this is a, this is an induction, but we we want to take this opportunity to express uh, uh, my gratitude on behalf of the committee members uh, for the uh, uh, for your appearance here today, uh, and also for taking us through your uh, 
functions, uh, your mandate, uh, your priorities, uh, uh, and also the work that you are doing to ensure that uh, you monitor the implementation uh, around planning, but also the the uh, uh, assessment, uh, uh, the tools that you are using to ensure that there is synergy between uh, the, the three spheres of government uh, with a view to ensure that uh, impact and outcome uh, is indeed uh, uh, maximized. That's what we want. Thank you, Dr. Ntsigi and your team uh, for, for your appearance today. Uh, you can then uh, uh, allow us to continue with our in-house uh, uh, rules, uh, if that is uh, fine with, uh, with the team. Thank you, the team. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. Thank you very much to the Honorable Members as well. Chair, I will just round out by saying that we will submit the presidential hotline information. We will also submit the PowerPoint presentation, the updated one, on just the entire work of DPME for induction and orientation. We'll also submit, Chairperson, the latest biannual report from Mema Home. Thank you very much, Chairperson. We well, really yes. appreciate also the opportunity to be given to just present our work. Thank you. My pleasure. Honorable members, uh, we, we will now uh, deal with uh, just an update in terms of our oversight uh, uh, visit. Uh, uh, that we are planning to do, uh, will uh, 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 allow uh, the team uh, of committee secretaries to give us an update. I propose that we defer the minutes to, to the next meeting. Over to you, Thank you, Chairperson. <laughs> Uh, I will request my colleague uh, Madia to take member through the uh, preparation on the oversight. Madia, the floor is yours. <clears throat> thank you, Chairperson, um, and thank you, Klopeka. Um, I the I can just rep I can report that the preparations for the oversight currently is actually at an advanced stage. Um, we have communicated with all the stakeholders who have confirmed that they are aware of our visit and they are actually preparing, they are making preparations for it. Um, in preparation for the oversight visit from the national departments, we've actually requested that they submit a report to the committee just to assist the members with the preparations for the oversight visit. Um, the due date for that report is this coming Friday, the 5th of, of, the 5th of August. Um, in terms of the presentations we will be receiving from the provincial departments and also from the municipalities, um, we are actually going to be receiving those presentations in advance as well. Um, those presentations will be submitted um, to the committee next week, Friday. The due date for the submission um, of, of, of that presentation is next week, Friday. In terms of logistical arrangements, um, we've already received political approval for the oversight. Um, our committee assistant, Enrico, is currently busy with the financial application, which is in the process of being um, in the process of being um, processed right now with the relevant signatures. So we hope that we will be able to furnish members with the flight details um, early next week um, and have all that, the accommodation and the flight arrangements finalized early next week. 
Um, and unfortunately, um, I was just informed now by Lupeka that um, we, um, we, we to, to join the meeting, but I just wanted to ask, Che, um, did I miss, did we have an opportunity to go through the oversight program, Che? Do you want us to go through the oversight program? We will appreciate that uh, very much. Okay. Um, Klupeka, um, I don't know if you want to flight it, if you want me to flight the oversight program. You can, so that you can flight on your side if that's not a problem. Can you just there it is. Okay. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, let me just make this full screen. Okay, can we just scroll down, please? Enrico? Okay. Okay. So we will be departing on Monday, the 15th of August. Um, members will be traveling from the constituency to Sishan Airport. And then the members will sleep in Kuruman the, the night of the Monday, the 15th of August. If you can please scroll down. Um, our first meeting will actually be at the John Talo Hatewe district in Kuruman. There we will be meeting with all the local municipalities. The district municipality will be providing a consolidated briefing on behalf of the entire district on a number of issues that relates to the portfolio of both committees. Um, at that meeting, we will also have provincial departments present. It will be the provincial department of economic development and tourism, as well as the um, provincial departments that fall under the select committee on transport. Um, if you can scroll down, please. Um, also in attendance at that meeting, we've got the Northern Cape um, Economic Development Trade and Investment and Promotion Agency um, and um, various other stakeholders from the national departments. We've also asked that the entities that report to both committees are present. So for, so for example, um, one of the site visits that were identified was to a, a program funded through the Back Industrialist Program, and it was funded by the Industrial Development Corporation. So officials, for example, from the Industrial De Development Corporation will also be on hand at that meeting to respond to any questions that members may have. Um, can you scroll down, please? Okay. Can I just make a correction on the Kalahari? Uh, there's no municipality called Kalahari, local municipality. There is Iskamahara, Iskaswanyana, Iskomorolong, Iskwan District Municipality. Iskwan Dalhaizu District Municipality, yes. Can just okay, well... That. Okay, we'll yeah. make that correction, Chi. Yes, but of course, the the the, the gallery mining, the industrialist program is in Tanzabani. Uh, it's in an, another district, but it's almost uh, ninety k's from uh, from Kuruman. The black okay. industrialist program, yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we'll note that and we'll we'll factor that into our program chair. Um, okay, on day one, the afternoon, we've got site visits to two programs funded by the um, Small Enterprise Finance Agency. Um, it is Vino Textiles Boutique and Jordan and Mans Incorporated. Um, and that will be in the afternoon on the Monday. I mean, sorry, on the Tuesday. If you can scroll down, please. Okay, Wednesday is entirely dedicated to site visits and um, the bulk of the site visits for this day is actually related to um, the Select Committee on Transport, 
we started the morning in the morning at the Devon Police Station, looking at the upgrading of drains, water purification, and upgrading of the fence, um, which falls under the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure. Um, project two is the Kuduman Magistrate's Office. The committee will be looking at upgrading repairs and renovations, including installation of water tanks and electrical pump. Project three is the Hamahara De um, Development Rail Corridor. Um, project number four is the DTIC um, IDC funded project, as mentioned earlier, which is Kelly Mining Solutions. And then, sorry, project five is repair work on the R31 Koopmans Fontaine to Middle, middle Post. And then the Wednesday, the delegation will drive to Kimberley and then sleep in Kimberley on the evening of the Wednesday. On Thursday, there is a plenary in the afternoon. And from our understanding is that it's a three-line work with questions to the deputy president, which means that the program for that day is, is, going, to be, um, is going to be relatively short. Um, we start at the Francis Barrett District Municipality. We will, we, we will be receiving a consolidated briefing on behalf of the district municipality and its local municipalities. The provincial departments and national departments will also be present. That meeting is scheduled to take place from 9 until 1 um, to allow members to travel to the hotel so that the members can attend the plenary virtually, which is starting at 2 o'clock. Um, if you can scroll down, please. Okay, and then on Friday, um, scroll down further, Enrico. And then on Friday, we've got three site visits. Um, the first site visit is to the um, Labour Centre in Kimberley. Um, the second site visit is to the Kimberley High Court, including Master's Office installation of air conditioners, and that falls under the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure. And then the third project is a project that falls and, and is funded by the Department of Tourism, which is the Platfontaine Lodge. We conclude the day after the third site visit, and then members will fly to um, Kimberley to Johannesburg, taking the last flight from Kimberley to Johannesburg, sleep in Johannesburg, and then depart on Saturday morning to the relative constituencies. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, Maria, for that. Uh, the uh, on, 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 on the program, on the program, uh, 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 in John Talaha, I'd say uh, it could be appreciated if uh, the Kudumani magistrate uh, could, could be the first one uh, that we visit. Uh, so that once we are out of out of Kuruman, we don't have to go back. Then we know that it will be it will be uh, Hamahara, it will be Dibeng, it will be Kelemaini. Uh, we just need to get also more details in terms of that Jordan and Mans Incorporated. Uh, more details, if, if, if details could be shared around that, because I know that Jordan and Mans is one of the, the oldest established uh, law firm there. So we just need to get more, more details around, around that. We will do so, sorry, so Chief, if I can just say that we have got profiles for these projects, which we will circulate to members um, um, during the course of today. Beautiful, beautiful. And then, and then that Kopman phone, that R31 roads, uh, and the platform, it, 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 uh, my advice is that it must be the first project that you start with 
a Friday morning uh, so that when we are done with it, then we moved towards the to, to, to move towards pro projects that are project businesses that are in town because now we will be closer to the airport. Both uh, uh, Platfontein and 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 Artec one, uh, they are closer to each other. They are all of them are in Kimberley, but they are closer to each other. But they are outside they are outside the town, but they are very close to 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 to, to Kimberley. So it will be advisable that we start with them and then we move towards to 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 to, to, to all those that are that are in Kimberley town. Uh, that is the the input that I want to make. I have noticed, uh, noted honorable team and also honorable Dango. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, I'd like to know who is responsible for the flights. I'd just like to have a conversation with uh, that person uh, regarding the various flights to to and from the Northern Cape, please. If I could just be advised of that, I'll interact with them directly. Thank you. Thank you, honorable team. Honorable uh, Dango. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, the Chief Whip and the Whip had given me leave not to go on that particular trip because of particular circumstances in the family. Uh, those circumstances have changed somewhat now, but I think I should still request to be excused from the trip, um, Chairperson. I had, I had spoken to Honorable Hai about that, Sorry, I didn't speak to you about that. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Honorable Dango. Uh, back to my dear Antipela. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, I just want to understand something from you about the Arte Tour. Because in the planning, then it was on Wednesday. I mean, it was on Wednesday. So you want us to to do the art that one on Friday? Yes, it's in Chimbali and it's, 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 it's like when you move from you drive from Kuruman, before you reach the that R31, you reach uh, the platform test house. So hence I'm saying that they are very close to each other. So let's put them on 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 on, on Friday morning. Thank you, Chair. Yes, thank you. Um, thanks, Shri. Um, Lupika just asked the question that I wanted to ask. So thanks okay. for that clarity. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to say, Mr. Bratislav, in terms of flight arrangements, the person to speak to would be Enrico. Thank you. Thank you. So therefore, Enrico will uh, closely liaise with the uh, with, with team, just in terms of uh, uh, the intervention that he is seeking. Uh, any further inputs from our own members? Can we then agree that uh, we have uh, uh, done justice to this one, and uh, we'll continue to be to be uh, briefed by the by, by the team as 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 as, 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 as they have indicated. Uh, I, 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 I guess uh, we can then also then deal with the minutes because uh, I've already missed the bus. So <laughs> let's deal with the minutes, Kipaga. Uh Thank you, Chairperson. Before the minutes, Chairperson, um, there is a matter with regard to the study tour. Oh, study tour, you are right. Study tour, yes. 
Chairperson, what we can uh, report to members is that uh, the study tour has been, uh, we are working around it. it the country that we have agreed upon, it is uh, Indonesia, China, and Singapore. And the date that at least we are uh, marking, it will be in January. So that is what it is we can report right now with the study tour. And also, we'll also urge members, those whose passports might have expired or about to expire, they must check, then inform us. Those that has expired, then they must also inform us so that at least we can start you know, working on the passports. Thank you, Chairperson. Chi, can I can I add, Chi? Yes, Maria. Yes, Chi. Um, just to also just to add to what Lupeka said, if I can just indicate that we have already written to Dirko, um, because all of the arrangements, as far as international study tours is concerned, is handled by the embassy in those respective countries, and we actually depend on the embassy to provide us with quotations so that we can put that into our financial application. Um, we've also spoken to them about informing, um, just, just just to alert the embassy that we're coming so that they know what the intention is behind the study tour so that they are aware of it. Um, as soon as we've received all the necessary approvals, they will then start liaising with the stakeholders that they need to liaise with on that side. Um, so just to say that um, just where we are at at the moment is we're just waiting for the quotations from Durko so that we can start repeating our financial application and um, our political application as well. Thank you, thank you, Maria. For that, uh, it will keep us informed through the course of the of, of, of the time. Uh, minutes, uh, uh, I will request Enrico to flag the minutes. Uh, that's the minutes of the 22nd of June. Uh, where we received uh, an update uh, from uh, Praza on the progress report regarding modernization of passenger rail and rehabilitation of the passenger of the passenger uh, rail network in ten priority uh, corridors. Uh, the first part deals with the deals with the attendees to the meetings and also the apologies that we received. And then uh, the guests from Praza and also the department. Uh, that's the committee uh, management team and the support team. Uh, those were the issues that were covered. Uh, apologies. Uh, then the key areas that are covered by the presentation. And then the comments made by members. Uh, from 4.1 up to uh, 4. Point, four point nine. That's also the, the last uh, uh, bullet points raised. 
and then the consideration of the minutes uh, of the 15th June, and then uh, the meeting adjourned at uh, 12.30. Any comments that honorable uh, members uh, uh, are intending to, to raise? Uh, addition, subtraction? In the absence of that, can we then get a mover for the adoption of the minutes as a true reflection of what transpired? I move, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Dango. Moves. Can we get a seconder? Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Mushodi, I second. Thank you, Honorable Mushodi. Therefore, the minutes are fully adopted. Uh, and therefore, this brings the end of the of the uh, of the meeting, uh, our programs for for, for that term, uh, can you just can you flag that uh, flag that if you, if you can do that, Honorable Khan? No, sir. Uh, I I wanted to make some comments on the uh, study tour, uh, but oh, then. Oh, my <laughs> no, no, that's fine. No, no. Uh, Firstly, sir, I wanted to cause a a. a, a I noticed that in, in the last term, uh, uh, parties, uh, particularly opposition parties, have to make requests uh, to their uh, uh, chief whip before they are allowed to 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 uh, be part of the study tours, uh, international study tours. So perhaps uh, uh, so that uh, uh, people are not booked, and then and then later on we find out they are. Uh, parties have refused uh, or declined uh, their request to go. So it would be good if uh, before bookings are made, uh, it is clear who, who, who's going from the, the members uh, was not uh, going. Uh, the the second issue I wanted to raise, Chair, is that uh, perhaps uh, maybe towards uh, November, December, we, we need to perhaps also have a, a, a workshop uh, uh, around the three countries uh, so that when we, 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 we meet with these countries, we know they are trade policy, industrial policy, social policy, especially around the, the, the areas that we'll be focusing on uh, once we receive the 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 program from DECO, uh, the the sites that we'll be visiting, um, uh, transport policy, uh, all those issues. It, it would be good if uh, maybe towards that, so that we know what is the industrial policy of China, Indonesia, uh, Singapore, as well as uh, all the the the, the 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 policies, so that when we meet with them, then we are clear. Uh, so I just wanted to to make that suggestion, but we may perhaps concretize the, that uh, in the management uh, uh, committee meeting. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair. The team has noted uh, those uh, uh, comments, very valuable points. Honorable uh, uh, members will help us with that, so that at least there is no uh, discord in terms of our preparations. Thank you. Honorable members, uh, let me then take this opportunity to, to formally extend a word of gratitude to all of you for making this meeting a success. 
indeed, uh, this is our first uh, meeting of the committee uh, for this third time. Uh, I want to believe that uh, that you, you you might as well uh, forward those program the program for this term uh, to us uh, individually, uh, committee secretary. Chairperson, uh, the program has already been shared with members, but we can resend it again. Yes, yes, that, that is exactly what I'm saying. Uh, just to refresh, uh, refresh us because uh, we've been away for too long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, thank you, other members. The meeting now stands adjourned. <laughs> Thank you, uh, uh, the management for me. Recording for stopped. Thanks. Thank you, Chairperson. I missed miss the bus. Now I must get an Uber now to Parliament. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they gave, they've given you uh, an office next to mine, yeah. Yeah, that's what Zabai said. Yeah. <laughs> so I was get there. Thank you. <laughs> so, all right. See you later. Thank you. Uh, we'll talk next week. Like I just said, uh, yes, yes, Captain. Thanks very much. Thank you.